Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Babe. Babe. I hope you're wearing your dark blue panties to channel <laughs> Hollywood success, because I am. And I'm here with friend of the pod, Graydon Shepard. I'm back. It's KBAB. <laughs> and I'm your co-host, Graydon Shepard. <laughs> What's KBAB? That's the radio station, KBABE. <laughs> babe babe okay so you showed up at my house <laughs> murder knocked on the door yeah and then you said we you were said, holding in you, coming in you hot. have things to say things to say i got energy <laughs> <laughs> i feel like last episode i was so down down and i'm ready 2019 year i didn't, <laughs> i didn't feel like you were down mm, good but maybe just like spiritually you were yeah, and that's your been. own thing yeah an internal <laughs> don't bring that that's energy an internal in here. yeah i don't want to bring that battle here. that you're gonna have to fight yeah what's going on i don't know i had like 10 coffees <laughs> <laughs> well last night i said i was gonna walk over here and then you and kyle both laughed at me we roasted you, <laughs> you did. because you wanted to walk from silver lake to west hollywood <laughs> yeah that's not that far what? It's five miles that's far yeah but i do that like every day you walk five miles every day? Well, now I am. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. So would you have just like walked down Beverly like all the way? <laughs> yeah, What's <I'm>... your route? That's going to take Mel. Melrose. That is wild to me. Yeah. It feels like just like a way to fully breathe in like so many exhaust fumes. <laughs> yeah. It's probably not healthy. Right. It doesn't seem healthy. Like, in hey. theory, I'm like all for it. But then in practice, I feel like... It's the equivalent to smoking three packs of cigarettes. That's why I'm not, I'm not sharing any more fitness journeys with anybody. I'm just going <laughs> to walk if I want to. Walk if I want to keep it to myself. <laughs> I hope, I pray actually that I see you one day walking yeah. just like in a really random area of LA. Yeah. It's and it's just like you're on your journey. Oh, I've, I walk a ton and haven't for the past little bit but i walked to koreatown and downtown and i've walked to ArcLight for movies and home and yeah it's wow it's i love that discover the city <laughs> <laughs> it's true i've seen so many things like discovered like gary houses and things like that that i never would have seen driving so yeah just a little bit better wow you're on your high horse <laughs> yeah. you're walking your way into yeah. the new year yeah I love that. Yeah. How's your new year? My new year is pretty good. I'm doing dry January right now. Same. And I don't love it. Really? I mean, I do, but I also, I just crave red wine. Uh -huh. Like, that's the only alcohol I really, like, crave. Yeah. And, like, it would taste so good to me. Mm -hmm. And so, then I don't know what to do. I just, like, need to eat, like, a sweet or something like that. Oh, yeah. Sugar replacing it. That's mm -hmm. one thing. but. Yeah, but so far it's good. I like I don't I don't like being hungover. I don't I mean I don't no. know anyone who does, but it's nice to just have no hangovers ever. It takes your whole I mean, yeah. Um <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if the coffee's helping me at all. Um, Real gassed up right now. <laughs> so gassed up that you just say three words and then just, look into the distance. Like there's a plant over there. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, the... the, the <laughs> um, yeah. Drinking just kills you. <laughs> drinking just kills you that should be a new sticker yeah. for babe uh -huh. it, drinking is kind of a prison uh -huh. like i mean for me it definitely feel like 
it is a true depressant and it is like in general. But for me, I really feel that. Yeah. Like, and the older I get, the more I feel it. Yeah. So that's a bummer. It's and red wine, especially, is like probably more of one than any other booze that I would drink. Well, but I mean, like, it's not like I didn't black out over the holidays, but (laughs) well, yeah, I mean, I just up to preach, but like, it's a it's actually a poison, right? So, yeah, and then everything else you add to it is just something to make it palatable to drink. Like, Mm -hmm. if you just had a glass of red wine with no alcohol in it, do you think you'd actually like the taste of it? If it tasted exactly the same, would you just drink it for pleasure? Probably not, because you're drinking to, like, alter your state. So anybody who's like, "Mm, I love this varietal is like, yeah, fucking bullshit. bullshit. (laughs) You're calling just, like, total bullshit. Well, yeah, because, like, what? Like, I wouldn't drink, like, Palm Wonderful Juice. That's, like, the same. (laughs) That's, like, the same thing as red wine. Yeah. 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 Well, it's just, like, a sugar bomb. Yeah. So I'll pass. Yeah, exactly. But, like, last night we went to go see a movie, and one of my favorite things at the Arclight is to just get, like, a little bit jolly on some red wine and then settle in for a movie. And so I was really missing that combo. They Because they do a huge pour. Yeah. They fill a solo cup, basically. They do your movie pour. Yeah. And then you just, like... One time I just got, like, drunk at the Arclight. Like, we went to a movie, and then I stayed on to just see another movie. (laughs) Oh, right. Got another movie pour, and then just, like, settled into, like, solo drunkenness at the Arclight. Was that favorite? Yeah. Because we went to see Ben is Back. Yeah, we we went. No, we went to see something else and then stayed for the favorite. I can't remember what it was. Uh, But that was delightful. I think the great irony of the... Um, seeing a star is born at the arc light was that I was like totally drunk. <laughs> and that's maybe why I didn't like it. It was a mirror held it up. Was. Into my, yeah. Yeah. You saw yourself in yeah. Bradley. Yeah. It could have been you hanging from those. <laughs> <laughs> Fingers crossed. 2019. <laughs> You're like any day now. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's interesting to, to like be in spaces where normally I would be drinking, but then be, yeah like sober and i realized that i just need sure. to like smoke weed or like vape before yeah. going into that zone yeah because there's i don't know i just it has to there has to be some sort of balance 2019 for me is all about saying no to myself mm-hmm. and being my own parent and just saying like wow. no you can't have that piece of cake <laughs> <laughs> no no <laughs> do you punish yourself then no 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 but like you just, just restrict. like i just realized i have it in me the ability to like achieve a goal and if i really truly apply myself then i can do it yeah and like you know i'm not telling anybody what my goals are so quit asking <laughs> there are none <laughs> <But I> am, <laughs> my oh speaking of none have you read um uh my year of rest and relaxation yes Ugh. that was one of the babe book that was the first babe book club oh, book it? yeah oh, okay it I was it really oh, intense I, she was a true babe yes like 100%. the ultimate yeah yes, yes but i was like i see so much myself in her and so negative oh. and so like i just want to shed my horrible negative self and just come out pure and sorry spoiler but like <laughs> <laughs> that's my soul that's the the blackness coming out of me but that last page and then i was just like bawling for an hour yeah really that was really intense that uh for anyone that hasn't read it it's like about the this main character who's just kind of like 
like a she's just like a privileged white girl right yeah, yeah. and she not is, without her traumas but yeah very depressed yeah <laughs> and just has defaulted to like taking tons of different meds in hopes to just sleep 24 7 for a year for a year yeah, yeah. and i really like related to just that idea and i think that this is like I think it's a common thing with depression where like I remember in college, like I would get really stressed out and like my first year I was living at home and I would hang with my mom sometimes like go to her house for lunch in between classes. And I remember once being like, I just wish like a car would hit me (laughs) and I could, but like no real damage, but I would just go into a coma for three months and then I could wake up. And she was like, that's really scary to hear you say that. And I was like, what? That sounds like a fucking dream. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like, you're actually going to do anything. I had written something down before I read that book and I was like, I don't want to die. I just want to like start fresh. Yeah. (laughs) That's the truth of it. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Do you believe in like every new day is an opportunity to like start over? I think I have a way more positive outlook than I did before, thanks to therapy mm-hmm. and Welly Butrin. And <laughs> <laughs> Put your wellies on. Yeah, get my wellies on. Take a B vitamin today on top of everything. Oh my God, here I go, here I go. Click, clack, click, clack. I drank brain oil today. You drank brain oil? Yeah, it's like the bulletproof coffee they like set. Like I saw it at Whole Foods and I was just like, oh, hell yes. fucking yes, <laughs> brain oil, sign me the fuck up. So I got some little packets to start small. It's just like high fat, healthy oil, I guess, like derived from coconuts. I believe it. Yeah. And like, it's supposed to just like jack you up and give you energy and then make you function on like a whole new level. But you start small one teaspoon at a time or else it'll brew you out. (laughs) Oh, really? It doesn't make your brain swell or anything? No, it just like makes you shit. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) But like so far, so good. That little teaspoon. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. But what were you saying? Through therapy and Wellbutrin, you feel more positive about. Yeah. I just like have been able to kind of shift my thinking from like, there's no point to anything mm-hmm. i also watched my grandma die last year which was like yeah intense to see somebody like <laughs> so we in canada i'll just do it a little story we have medical assistance in dying and my grandma was one of the first people to get it she was 93 and she was like ready to go and all that stuff she's we a were, disruptor in a trailblazer she's amazing and so we were all in the room like her kids and grandkids and spouses and all that stuff were in the room with her and we were all like going around she was scheduled to have the injections at 6 30 p.m we were all just going around like we were having champagne like saying a memory and stuff and like she's at 6 30 she like looks at the clock and i'm like oh she wants more time and she's like they're late (laughs) (laughs) and queen her name was babe oh my god she was like an original babe an original babe my god that's so intense i remember when you were going to do that and you were very kind of laissez-faire about the whole thing i mean it's because she was like she was she was she was ready to go she and and to see somebody 
die and to have her be like it was like right just before she was like well if there is an afterlife i'll come and haunt you love that. <laughs> and i'll give you a sign and i think she just didn't believe in it and i don't believe in an afterlife and to see somebody die and just like be like okay there's 90 plus years of life like why i mean might as well go now yeah <laughs> but Anyway, I've changed that mindset. (laughs) (laughs) Did you all stand Mm. there and watch her breathe her final breath? Yeah. Her last words were she, you get different injections and her last words were feels good. Oh Oh my God. I have nothing but respect for my president. Yeah. My dead president. Yeah. She's the best. Damn. Yeah. I love like an assisted suicide moment or like end of life transition. What do they call it? Uh, They call it medical assistance and dying in Canada. Yeah. And, um, and it was like, so, I mean, it must suck for people who are, you know, have a terminal disease who have to have it and are going young or something. That's like what I would want for sure. If I had like a terminal disease, like I don't really understand the point of like, and everyone has a different choice, Mm -hmm. but like, I don't understand like what would be the point of just sitting and suffering for four months, like waiting for your body to just like expire. No, I'm like grab life by the horn (laughs) and drown it. (laughs) Yeah. And just like force it into death. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, I mean, uh, it was, you have to be of like sound mind. You have Mm -hmm. to, they do, they do a ton of like interviews with you to make sure that nobody's coercing you into doing it. Um, But yeah, I mean like, I wouldn't want to hang on. No, at the end, I'm going to do heroin and just like feel good at the end. Yeah. Saving all that for them. I know. Cause like you just get weaker and weaker and then more and more dependent on other people. And it's got to yeah. just feel like, where yeah. is any dignity in that? Yeah. Yeah. I think the, go- the one good thing is that we'll have like VR and mm-hmm. like, and like video games and like, I don't know, there's something a little bit more entertaining <laughs> for people who can't do much to do. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. Maybe the world will be gone by then. I know. Or like consciousness transfers like Ooh. in Black Mirror or something. Mm-hmm. Has she ever, has she given you a sign? No. Well, if you both don't believe, it's kind of like TBD. What, the afterlife? <laughs> well, yeah. Like, if you both are just like, if she's like, I'll give you a sign, but yeah. then she, you don't, she knows you're like not that into it. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. But maybe we can get Patty Negree up in here and to Ooh. get to the bottom maybe of Maybe my grandma's just like in my aura. Yeah. Yeah. She's just like <laughs> watching everything. Um. Yeah. No, no signs. So, but how did you, so you could just got like therapy and uh-huh. your meds and now you're like feeling more positive. Yeah, I just, I think it's, um, I was so negative and so hard on myself for mm-hmm. so long. And I think I thought that being hard on myself was what you're supposed to do. But there's a difference between being hard on yourself and being mean to yourself. Same. Yeah. And um, I just like discounted all of my accomplishments as if they weren't accomplishments because it's been, you know, like, I don't know, it's just you're supposed to be humble. And <laughs> I was taught to be humble. Mm-hmm. But there's a, you can be proud of what you've done. And you can... Uh, it's just like taken a lot and it will take a lot more, but yeah, I just feel like, okay, there are things to enjoy and sometimes things are not great, but there's a way to just change how you feel. Yeah, <laughs> there, there is. is, there really is. And that's what that my therapist was like. One of our first sessions, she's like, I promise you it's possible. You can, 
feel better and you can do it because of you. And that was just like major. Yeah. I've had a similar experience this year too, or like in the past, I'd say in the past few weeks where I really understood that you can change like how you feel about something or your reaction. Cause I always like knew that to be true just on like a cerebral level, like some shit that you say to someone where it's like, you can't control them, but you can control your reaction. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking reduced to platitudes. Yeah. And like, but then it's kind of like a little bit, I think through meditation and medication and like therapy and like a whole mess of things, truly understanding that it's like how to like label negative thoughts and like turn those into the reality. Yeah. And like positive statements. So it's like literally being like telling myself good things about myself to myself instead of being like, you're so stupid. Like, how could you fuck this up? Like blah, blah, blah. Everything's ruined. Like going down that like rabbit hole of negativity. That's felt so comfortable for so long. Or you like, you've started something and then you've abandoned it. So there's no point in going back to it. Like you, a diet or exercise or a project or whatever. And you're Mm -hmm. like, you, you miss a week or you miss a few days and you're like, fuck it. Yeah. And then you just feel like a failure, but you can always pick up again. It's never, nothing's ever done. If Mm -hmm. you don't want it to be, um, I think it's also, there's this idea that everything has to happen so fast. Yeah. And if something's not happening quickly, then it's like just not happening or like for me too, it's sometimes it's like if something, if I do see, start to see positive results, Mm -hmm. I think there's some sort of wire that gets tripped in my brain that goes back to like, you don't deserve this. So then it's like a true, then there's like a government shutdown on anything (laughs) good that I've been doing and a prompt sabotage. Yeah. And, and thinking what other people think of you you make it up so much of the time yeah like i saw somebody in the grocery store and i thought they like turned away from me maybe i've said this here before but they like didn't say hi to me and i was like oh that person fucking hates me and it's like no the reality is they probably didn't see you yeah if they didn't they don't like you fucking care (laughs) where they're just like in their own world yeah 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 reframing is so essential major and it's like something and that's why and mental health like people will tell you this works or that works and it's just like the the shitty thing is nobody tells you what that it people do tell you it takes a long time but you don't know what the steps are and it's just about taking a tiny step at a time basically and then like finding what works for you but also oh it's like what's gonna make you feel good now like there are long-term goals and things like that. What's going to be good for you today, basically? Like, what are you going to eat today that makes you feel good? Because a weight loss journey is like, it's so discouraging because it takes so long to mm-hmm. lose weight. And uh, if you're just like, I'm not, what's going to make my body feel good today yeah. is like so major. And what's going to, you know, playing video games to like feel better i used to feel like i didn't deserve to play video games because i hadn't accomplished something that day Mm -hmm. and it was just like it's such a mind fuck you can be so mean to yourself yeah and you your brain as like a creative person probably needs that time to shut off and just go into like a zone where you can like 
I mean, I, not to bring it back to Goop, but always coming back to <laughs> yeah. Goop. Like, I listened to a Goop podcast episode about the power of, like, the unconscious and subconscious. Yeah. And it was basically, like, you have to be able to, like, just zone out on random shit. Like, you know, taking a hot shower, playing video games, or, like, going on a weird walk somewhere. Like, to let your brain renew itself. And it just triggers like different parts of your brain well and then you hear things like self-care is so important and you're just like uh, to me that sounded so shitty and like lame and i'm like what's i don't want self i don't know yeah well i didn't know what it meant i was just like oh like face masks all the time yeah going to get a massage no it's like taking a moment and reading something for if that's what you want to do and like self-care is like self-preservation yeah as well it's just like being nice to yourself and like being like yeah, I do deserve to like put on a face mask if that's what you want to do or take an hour and play a game or like go for a walk and not work. Like you take care of yourself first and then it it really does. I mean, I'm again, I'm speaking yeah. <laughs> cliches, but, but the cool thing is tr- that everyone's true. is different too. Yes, exactly. Like what works for my self-care is not necessarily going to resonate with you or like a bunch of other people, but yeah. I enjoy like the Venn diagrams where it's like you overlap with someone else and mm. you can like share information. Mm-hmm. I've been like vaping a lot because <laughs> no no booze but it really makes me feel like a genius like Ooh. i start to feel like i'm like unlocking secrets to the universe oh which is a while like where you just start to realize like how things work in life like universal truths or whatever what have you discovered well this is gonna be controversial yes. but i'm gonna go ahead and say it i was really stoned And I thought to myself, like, maybe Donald Trump has actually been a positive force in the sense that I personally pay attention way more to, like, government shit and politics than I ever did before, right? Because it kind of turned everything into, like, Daily Mail, but, like, Washington Daily Mail. And I think that it's... I don't agree with like any shit that he says and I'll probably get people like really irritated at this, but like I feel like it's brought more awareness to that. And when you have knowledge of like the way that kind of shit works and like, cause I did not know, like I just didn't know really how government functioned aside from like what someone taught me in like fourth grade civics, mm-hmm. you know? And so once you're like aware of that, then you can get like jazzed on voting or doing whatever, or, like getting more involved or caring enough to like change it. Is this how you're like doing your sponsored Trump post? Yeah, this is, <laughs> this the is first. how you're turning it. Yeah, this is how I eventually tell you <laughs> yeah, that I'm this episode of Babe is brought to you by the wall. Yeah. Fucking well, build it already, okay? Somebody somebody <laughs> tweeted, why don't we just tell Trump that the wall is built? What's he gonna do? check like he's not gonna go <laughs> he'll just be like we did it um yeah no it's true i've but been like, to my first marches and things like that because yeah. of him so he's I mean, activated people definitely in opposition and that's not a bad thing i don't think universally i mean <clears throat> yeah i just think that you have to kind of like find glean whatever you can out of like a situation it's like all learning experience and if that's what it takes to make people kind of like snap into awareness or like give a shit, yeah. then so be it. 
It's well, like if you if you binge eat for like three weeks over the holidays and then you gain a ton of weight and you're like, God, I feel disgusting. Yeah. Now I really need to like have a healthier lifestyle. It's the exact same thing as electing Donald Trump president. Yep. Yeah. Well, what I've gleaned from it is like the left can be as insane and awful as the right. Like yeah. the, some of the people on the left, some of the the libs, the libs. <laughs> <laughs> well, but like if you go to Twitter and you see the responses to Trump's tweets it's always like drumpy dumpy and it's like you that's not an <laughs> argument idiot there's so it's so stupid and it's the exact same thing that the right side does with like asking for obama's birth certificate whatever but maybe not that extreme but <laughs> but like it's it's the same dumb ad hominem shit that's like you're not helping yeah at all at yeah. all it just makes us look insane mm-hmm. yeah everyone's insane and everyone like i think it's kind of opened up to like the fact that anyone can kind of get into politics Mm -hmm. where you don't just have to be like some fucking white guy with a suit to be like holding power in office. Although we do just have a white guy with a suit in there now, but it's like, if this fucking idiot can do all this, like you can voice your opinion about X, Y, Z as well. And like, you can do whatever you want. Cause like for a long time I felt like, Oh, I can't talk about politics. Cause like, I don't know that much or right. like whatever, but it's like, how else are you going to learn? Yeah. Well, and, and I like that politicians on the left are being more extreme about like, uh, socialism and, and being like, not trying to be centrist about it. Just like being like, I'm, let's get healthcare for fucking everybody. And I don't care if that costs taxes, like let's take care of our country. Um, instead of just being so like, well, I don't know, we could play it a little bit, you know, everybody's got an opinion. Just like, no, yeah, we've got an opinion now. (laughs) Healthcare is fucking crazy. crazy. I had to sign up for a new, like I signed up for new insurance and now I'm like basically, as my own employer, like paying for my insurance for myself. But like, it's the first time in a long time that I in forever that I've actually like, I'm paying like full out of pocket, like costs or whatever, like not through covered California. Yeah. And it is just like a fucking, it's a huge expense that I didn't really realize, but I'm also grateful to be able to have the money right now to like pay for that. Like it's a huge step forward is just like a fully functional adult human. Um, and it's a privilege. So then Do I you don't get know. massages. No, those aren't covered. <laughs> Acupuncture I think is covered. Oh, chiropractic stuff is not, which is something I need. Oh, I want to get rolled. Get your back cracked. Yeah. Rolfed. Have you ever had been rolled <laughs> rolling rolling on the laughing floor? <laughs> <laughs> That's raffling. Raffle car. Raffle. No, rolling is like somewhat, it's kind of a massage, but they get really deep into like your interconnective tissues and fascia and they kind of like just adjust your body into like a new kind of position. Mm, Yeah. Because I feel like the whole right side of my body is like plagued with like (laughs) weird joint pains and stuff. Under the shoulder blade, shoulder, yeah. elbow, ankle, the knee I fell on on the treadmill. Like it's all right side. And so I'm like, what the fuck? Like, roll me back into place. Do you take, do you eat, drink, or take collagen? Yeah, I do collagen peptides. Oh, yeah. I'm just getting into it. I'm sure it's going to cure 
all of my I know. Doesn't that feel like a cure-all? Yeah. Yeah. That my plus like water. Skin, my, yeah. Yeah. Everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What else is going on? That movie we saw last night. Can Ugh. we talk about Destroyer? I am the Destroyer. <laughs> That's how I feel. I am the Destroyer. <laughs> we folly talked for another like hour about everything that was wrong with that movie. Any scrutiny of that movie, everything just falls apart. I have I have notes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we went to go see Destroyer last night, which is the new Nicole Kidman vehicle. Okay. And it's her real like she's like i'm gonna get hideous again in hopes of getting another oscar kind of movie yeah and wait what was she hideous in before oh the hours the hours but that was like that was like when nicole that was like peak nicole yeah yeah like you can't shoot on the hours that movie's fucking flawless but like destroyer (laughs) i wanted so badly to love it but today i forgot that i'd seen it which means that i didn't love it no how could you forget (laughs) i don't know i was just like oh my god i saw a destroyer last night i feel like i didn't you know what i mean yeah not forgetting but like it just yeah it just felt like a thing that might or might not have happened well the best part was that nicole (laughs) was was there at the screening and did a q a with the director karen kusama after and we thought that she like the the moderator was australian and came out first and was like hi everybody how'd you like that she was like destroy a how'd you like that and i was like i literally thought it was nicole coming out to just like address directly the audience and i almost like jizzed myself i was so excited i I was like that's how you should do q a's from now on where you just have like the star come out and do like a bit yes like a set five minutes 50 i don't care yeah do five minutes do some audience work then sit down and then they just have like a conversation like moderators are always pretty much worthless in those situations oh god yeah yeah i mean this lady was like less annoying she was fine and there were no q a from the audience so it was like that's there's a reason for that (laughs) that's always the worst my question would have been like what can you explain some a few plot points but i wanted to change so we uh, we were like auditioning questions but amongst ourselves before the Q&A like if we got the chance what would we ask and I wanted to change mine after seeing the movie to what was that fucking soap dish made of oh yeah titanium what (laughs) (laughs) there's a part where Nicole Kidman as the destroyer beats (laughs) someone almost to death with a soap soap dish dish. that looked like it was just like a little tortoiseshell soap dish but made a sound like it was like a concrete brick the guy nearly died he went down this big bodyguard also why did he put her in the bathroom because she just th- barfed so keep kick her out of the house i don't know he Let was her barf like, outside. <laughs> you gotta bar you gotta go it, in the bathroom there's a million things but the best thing about the q a was the like tension uh, between nicole and karen like the director obvious mm. tension oh my god it was so funny they were they had like coached themselves on how to like look like they got along handle the fact that they clearly <laughs> hate each other yes. and like had beef during the filming of this yes. movie like i think got i feel like the movie got financed when nicole came on board mm-hmm. and then it was like fast track like let's shoot and then once they got on set they realized like oh fuck like we're way out of our Mismatched. element yeah. <laughs> this like actor director <laughs> combo because Nicole revealed that she went into character <laughs> as Aaron the Destroyer. Can you imagine that Frankenstein lady walking around <laughs> only being able to like <laughs> converse with her. Ugh, God, and like my first thing in the movie, I was like laughing because 
she's so different from like everyone else in the movie it's like clear that this is like it's like there's two different films kind of going on yeah in a way that just is like not really adding up and like yeah so i'm like maybe she should have gotten it clearly like there was no communication between (laughs) director there was just like she's a big star she does what she wants yeah yeah she needed to be like that makeup looks insane. That wig looks bad. The like, wig. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, speaking of wigs, why did that guy burn his wig at the end? Oh. Sorry. Spoilers, but not really. If you've not seen really. it, like, it's... Remember it's when really she comes wild. up to the bonfire and he burns his wig? Yeah, that was weird. He was, so that was like a wig the whole time? Was it? There were so many wigs in Destroyer. Wig after wig. So Wigs and then like Without flashbacks the of Nicole looking stunning. Yeah. And it oh just God, like she looked not like she was adding 20. up. Yeah. yeah. I was like, what is this CGI or whatever? Like I would go in to get like that makeup done every day. Well, also, did she, like, did she behave like how we saw her from the incident for the last 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give you guys just like a, like a, a taste of the plot so yeah. that you understand some key feelings we have about it. So like <laughs> basically Nicole Kidman is the destroyer and she's like a Frankenstein woman who has no friends and whose life is just like a real pile of shit. Yeah. And she's very gruff, like drunk all the time because like something went wrong. Yeah. Like clearly (laughs) 15 years before and she like has never recovered from it. So yeah. But then it never shows, it never shows her going from being like stunning, like undercover cop to them, like gruff Frankenstein (laughs) lady. (laughs) It's just stark contrast, like gorgeous 25 year old to like grizzled, soccer mom with that hair was like like, loves a leather jacket yes yeah everything it just like how did she keep that job for 15 years so many questions (laughs) and like i wanted to love it and like i do love and support it and i feel like people should see it yeah but like i feel entertaining yeah like it's worth a c and like if you can go to a Q&A with Nicole and Karen, yeah. oh do God. it because yes. they're coming for each other. <laughs> Read Low between key. the lines. <laughs> Read between, the, like, they, the, you, it was great because you could just tell that Nicole couldn't let some things go mm-hmm. and tried to spin it in her favor, but, like, with this, like, really nice voice. Like, it was, like, She was well, doing, actually, like, lovable, silly actress. Yes, but it was, like, it was, like, the undertone was shut the fuck up Karen <laughs> yeah I was wondering too like watching Nicole I was like god her life must be just like insane insane like I mean, where it, does she go at night like she goes like drives up the hill into like some crazy house lifted. and then she's just like well another Q&A like just like what does she think is going on like she seems very like she's living the kind of life where like she does not have any sort of problems like the rest of us face like she definitely has her oh, own yeah. set of problems of oh my God. but like she's like living in like a different universe a different universe for sure and like that was my question if she was in character that whole time did she go home and like behave that way with her kids <laughs> 
Yeah, like where does the line, the line end? Did yeah. she just like live in a car in a, for a month? Yeah. Like sleep under a bridge for also a month? That, that scene, remember when she comes home and she just falls over? <laughs> she's always falling over in this movie yes. and then also, you don't really know why yeah yeah kyle pointed out that they were always in restaurants and there was never food she doesn't any eat. of the restaurants any of them the movie takes place over the course of like five days in yeah. which nicole never eats a never. thing i think she probably had it in her contract there's like no she's eating no on eating on camera because yeah. once you start eating on camera you can accidentally eat like four hot dogs yeah if you have to do multiple things <laughs> so she's like i'm not doing it no thanks yeah i want to know more about her in character process oh, i love it it feels i think everyone was really trolled by the making of this movie yes yeah they nevertheless they persisted yes oh my god And now you just have like kind of a confusing flick i could go on for hours about it it's really good but like i identify with nicole as the destroyer Yeah. yeah Most recently, when I was like trying to get my antidepressants refilled, and like <laughs> they required CBS. like a prior authorization from my doctor, but it was like 6 p.m. on a Friday, and I was just like, Ugh. Well, what the fuck do you want me to do? Just not take them for like three days? That's not an option. I went in full destroyer mode. They were like, You can file a cl- complaint, and you're like, I'm fucking filing one right now. Like yeah. Julia Roberts and Ben is back. Yeah. <laughs> that movie, though, I really Amazing. liked. Yeah. yeah. So good. I'm here for Queen Julia. Uh, she did. She got. She got. Well, she didn't get shut out at the Golden Globes. But did you watch the Globes? Just part of it. We were just coming back from Vegas. Oh yeah. So we had driven back, and it took way longer than we thought. It always does. Yeah. Traffic. Yeah. 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 I didn't realize. I was like, oh, a quick four-hour trip. Mm-mm. Seven hours later. Yeah, you were just like at a standstill on like a two-lane yeah, highway. At Prim, Nevada. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite city. <laughs> Prim. Prim. Um. Yeah, I didn't watch the Globes. No, I caught that. Like, I caught Olivia Coleman's speech and a few other things, but yeah, she was that's great. chill that she won. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, who cares anymore? Who cares it's, I about? Honestly, don't. Yeah, yeah. The Globes mean nothing to me, and they used to mean everything. Like a mere five years ago, yeah. the Oscars. I don't give a shit. Same. I just like something switched. They don't Some mean anything sw- anymore. Switch flipped to me because I was obsessed. I loved having parties and like going and like, or yeah, but there's no glamour. Where's the glamour? Gaga looked glamorous. Yeah. There were some funny clips, but it's also the like sponsorship, the Fiji water. Did you see Jamie Lee Curtis freak out about the Fiji water shit? She freaked out. Yes. She was like, she was pissed. Yeah. Because she's like, I don't want to like a planted person. Yeah. I don't want to like be a, a, spokesperson for fiji water that costs money like yeah you can't just give me a bottle of water and i have me pose with it in front of paparazzi i'm not doing that yeah yeah good for her i love jamie lee she yeah. keeps it real oh yeah but yeah like the globes are like the super bowl like that kind of stuff is so not for true like it's kind of low brow now so it seems kind of like the super bowl it's like, like I Na- guess- our nascar yeah, it's the new NASCAR. Yeah. And actually, NASCAR to me seems way chicer than any <laughs> yeah. of those things. I would rather watch, mm, no. maybe not watch, but like go. Watch a documentary for free. about it. Yeah, watch like a thrilling doc <laughs> if anyone has recommendations at me. Yeah. But like the Oscars, who's going to host it? Nobody. 
Nobody's there's just going to be an um, announcer. There's yeah, just an announcer and like whoever comes up to present awards, that's who does the bits and like that's it. And they've done that before really? a few times. Yeah, I, when I don't remember that, <laughs> like the fifties and eighties <laughs> or something. Fifties, yeah, no, yeah, they've done it. Like, the fifties, they didn't like know how stage stuff worked. Yeah, I feel like it's like pre-technology. They're like, oh, we should get a host for this. It's I think it's happened a couple times in modern history. Oh my god, what a boring fucking. Like, that would annoy me if I was Julia, like, to have to, like, get all gussied up, go through yeah. all this, like, bullshit of taking, like, three days to get ready for this award ceremony to go sit in a chair in a theater where you don't have food, you no. don't have booze it's for four fun. hours. Yeah. And, and wait. then lose. Yeah, and then lose and just like don't even get the entertainment of like having like a lawler on stage to be like joking, but just no. watch people like file. It's like a high school graduation. Yes. <laughs> and then at the end, also, it must be a troll for them because they can't even just like get special treatment and get whisked out like Nicole last night. Like everybody stay in your seats while we take Nicole mm-hmm. out of the theater. Um, they have to like wait for every celebrity to go. They're all they all have equal standing down in the orchestra yeah right god Ugh. Ugh. awful <laughs> awful <laughs> the best thing to do i feel like the chicer thing than the oscars is to get to go to an oscar party yeah like a watch party like yeah. elton john's watch party yes self-plug i went one year it was you fun. did yeah oh my god what did you do did you do something funny um <laughs> what did i do i borrowed a dress from friend of the pod elizabeth parks kibby she used to run a vintage store on the east side called collection and she had like just archives worth of like vintage gowns and stuff so she oh lent God. me like a really great like calvin klein dress Gorgeous. and like fully styled me and i went with jake shears who's going to be a pod guest next week Ooh, fun. and it was just fun but it's also like the same thing where it's four hours of like a series of plated meals that's not that much food so you just get like very very drunk yeah and by the end i was like fully like nearing blackout but still having the time of my life <laughs> and then randomly like hanging with dave grohl and his wife oh my god and which was fun yeah then we like all piled into an uber suv and went to guy series house for his like after party who's guy series he's madonna's manager oh. it was like the madonna after party <laughs> which was literally a house filled with every celebrity yeah and then me and i felt actually it really depressed me and darked me out because yeah. i was like i'm worthless i'm no one i don't belong here i'm so drunk same thing happened to me and kyle at, when we were in toronto madonna was in town and our agent was like hey do you want to go see madonna's show tonight there's extra tickets and so we met up with Madonna's agent and had dinner with her and Kate Winslet's agent was there too. And we were just like in t-shirts and jeans and they were so glamorous. Oh and God. we were like, we don't belong here. But then we got front row seats to Madonna. So that was good. Oh my God. But fun. yeah, like it's sometimes when you get to that point, it's like, ugh, it I don't want to be It was a low self-esteem here. moment yeah, where yeah. I just felt like really self-conscious. Yeah. But now that I'm like learning how to turn that ship around, yeah. I'm ready to go back. Ugh. So anyone wants to take me to that party again, I'm ready. Yeah. We're too old now. I'm no, just joking. This I'm was kidding. a few years ago. Yeah. I'm like <laughs> <laughs> There is a moment where I was standing like one foot away from Taylor Swift and I was just like, Oh my god, this Watch is a this. real 
full circle moment. I should have like, I just was not prepared for the level of like a list experience. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? I was just like, went from like drunk lolling at the back of like an Elton John concert, essentially to then uh, like a house party with like, every celebrity i've ever cared about yeah it's too much for my little soul no it is it's really overwhelming it's crazy um but that was also like a i should like you know it's one of those moments where i'm like i wish i hadn't drank so much yeah sober i had one of those recently (laughs) what happened happened in vegas because you what happened in vegas doesn't stay in vegas what happened in vegas so we um planned this trip to the grand canyon in vegas and that was like our own trip during the christmas time just us two and um i got us tickets to celine for vegas and that was our christmas present to ourselves as well and so we get to vegas come from the grand canyon nice natural little vacation beautiful beautiful gorgeous did you like the grand canyon yeah i think next time i'd go in the summer and go into the canyon i think it was like the rim it was cool i love the americana-ness of it the kitschy Mm -hmm. lodge feel that was super cool i love that yeah i'd like to do a real i think you really have to journey into the canyon to like fully understand yeah I mean, I'm not journey. I want to ride like a donkey down into the canyon, you know, like a mule. Yeah. Yeah. They have those. They have a bunch. They have a like farm of them. Yeah. Or a pen. Um, So we went to, so we get to Vegas, have some champagne, like toast, like excited, get ready to go. And we're, I love Celine and like. What's not to love? What's not to love? Like not to brag, but pre- selena sans like she's been a hero yeah um you've always stand yeah canadian hero so we get there and we're in our seats have some wine and then the she comes out and it's like she's singing i'm your lady she just busts (sighs) out and like um, just from that song just boom. wow she just yeah like, yeah yeah into it you're in it and then like start crying <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like bopping and it's like a mix of like older people and younger people and you know some people down in the orchestra are like getting up and rushing out the stage and taking pictures and they're like but mostly like everybody in the balcony where we were was sitting everybody's yeah. sitting and i'm sitting i'm respecting that but I'm like bopping around. I'm like enjoying it. And yeah. I'm like, it, it like grooving along. It's a concert. So like two songs in, I feel this hand on my shoulder. Like, if you don't stop moving around, I'm going to no, that's Scottish. He was Irish. His face was red as fuck. He's oh like my God. 65. He's like, if you don't stop moving around, I'm not going to do that. He anymore. was just like whiskey. He was like a he classic was, Irish drunk. I don't know if he was wasted. He was so mad. And he was like, my wife can't see. And I'm like. You're like, fuck your heteronormative bullshit, yeah. <laughs> you cis white male. Sit your ass down. <laughs> he was sitting. I was sitting. And the thing is, it's like stadium seating. Yeah. My head was at the level of their knees. Like, there's no way that they He didn't can't like that you were like gay and dancing. Gay and enjoying yeah. it. He's like Catholic something. He's from like. Yeah. He was like flashing back to like when he sucked a dick once and was like getting triggered. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was, I wasn't going nuts. I was just like, how nuts can you go? I've never seen you go like crazy nuts. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like imagining. the car on the way over here. (laughs) Put on that clueless soundtrack. Um, Yeah. So then I was like, oh God, like my, I 
trying to understand part of me was like, oh, okay, sure. And I was like slouching down. And then I was like, no, fuck what that. What the fuck is that? No, yeah. we paid a lot of money for these seats and we're going to enjoy this. And we've been, I'm excited to see her forever. And we couldn't afford Gaga tickets. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, no, I'm dancing. But then I got a little bit more drunk <laughs> and I started dancing, but giving him the finger oh! at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> that's really good just like up like this like you, readers you can't see it but my fingers up by my shoulder i'm just like boop 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 he's and like flipping a jaunty over the shoulder bird yeah so i'm just like waiting for his like mind to explode so then he does it again he's like she can't see and i'm like you can see everyone can see what are you talking about like we've paid money for these seats we came a long way and he's like i came all the way from ireland and i'm like <laughs> i came from canada <laughs> Which, you know, might be true. Like, Yeah, but you did. Our like, whole technically, journey. you came from Canada. Yeah, exactly. You're like, go back to Ireland. And then and then he grabbed Kyle. Like, Kyle's like, you, you're being insane. And Kyle doesn't get his Why feathers ruffled. Why does he ruffled. feel like he can touch anyone? But then, so he grabbed Kyle. And then Kyle was like, took his hand off of him. And the old man was like, don't you touch me. And it was like, fuck you. You touched us first, you asshole. You yeah. Was, it, like... Could have really ruined the experience, but I just managed to be like, no, that guy's, that's that guy's problem. Did he leave you alone after that? Yeah. And then right when it was done, we just like, I had, I was like rehearsing things to say in my head. I was just like, but in the end, we just like, where left. can that interaction where can you go? go? That guy's a It's dick. like, you're literally what going to get into like a screaming match with each other yeah. and call him like trash. Yeah. No, no. That's I not mean, maybe, work. but then like run away. I don't know. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, the good news is she did her French song. That's why. <laughs> How are the costumes? Mm. <gasps> not the, not your fave. Not my fave. I feel like also it's not like she's amazing and her voice is incredible and that's all that matters. The stage show looks really dated oh. and like it's just like strip lighting under risers, kind of. It's okay. not an impressive show. But seeing her is worth it. Sorry, yeah, it's just puked. Um, <laughs> but then, yeah. So I forget where I was going with that. But the in the end, fuck them. Yeah, I got to see Celine. What else did you do in Vegas? Did you get crazy? Not crazy, but like we walked around and got walking margaritas, which are so strong, and I had no idea. Um, and went to like the venetian and all that stuff which i loved i was just like in heaven if yeah the venetian that, is the place it's so cool i mean like and it's just I like love... always kind of daylight in yes. there yeah which is a wild vibe by the time we got to versace though it was like the it was like dimmed lights in caesar's palace because they have a similar thing in caesar's where yeah the showgirls versace is um but then we went back to the hotel room and then i puked <laughs> 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 wild then, uh, party boy I puked and rallied and then um played some simpsons slot machines and then went to bed and drove home hung over the next day it was awful. love that yeah <laughs> hate a hungover drive Ugh, yeah you saw vanderpump oh, cocktail yeah. garden there's something happening something yeah. major is coming did you know about it i knew about it but i hadn't seen like photo evidence from a visitor before so yeah, yeah. i hate vegas but i would go back for that i'm glad yeah that was my very first vegas experience and like leaving i definitely felt ashamed <laughs> it's just like a and weird place did you see any weird. like sad vegas people while you were there like dark vegas souls 
Um, there was like, we saw like a pickpocket, an obvious pickpocket who we were like, oh God, steer clear of that guy. Yeah. There was, it was more just like, it was so straight, so straight. Yeah. And it's like, it's like Jersey shore. Yeah. If so, I loved like, I'm dying to go on a cruise. So that kind of satiated that for me because it's the same exact vibe of being on a cruise like Mm -hmm. it's contained it's like there's shopping and gambling and that's about and drinking and eating and that's about it yeah um but if it was a little bit more queer it'd be fun but there was like i saw like two gays the whole time i was there and i never like that that's never good yeah no that's always like a bad sign yeah um yeah i just like it's kind of like a cheesy vibe, and then there's like yeah. darkness around. There's major darkness, and it was gray out, so it was like, oh yeah, was it really- hot too? Like no. in the no, no, it was cool, but it's also like one of those places like people go to like throw their lives away. Like once they've yeah. decided, like okay, like I'm pretty done. Instead of like a chic assisted suicide, they just like take to Vegas and Leaving dip Las off Vegas. of them. Yeah. yeah. Which is one of the best movies of all time. I'm afraid to watch it. Have you <laughs> never seen I've it? Seen it. I've yeah, seen it's it. a really traumatic. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just remember her walking home after that night, and yeah, she's like, can't walk. And good. Like, oh god, she took a bad yeah. shower. Yeah, a bloody shower. Uh, yeah, I hate that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just had a long think about Elizabeth Shue and leaving Las Vegas. Yeah. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's a babe of the week. What? No, you guys were talking about um, Berlin last week. Yeah, we have some really good reader mail about Berlin. Okay, because we, I went to Berlin and got turned away at the Kit Kat Club. (laughs) You know, because they are so picky. Like the they're picky there too. Yeah, but here's why: because like we went and we were going to um, a friend's night. Our friend, a photographer named. You're amazing, friend. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna not say it <laughs> now. Um, you don't want to name drop, you know what I no, mean? No, I know, but yeah. um, uh, I was just gonna give him a shout out for inviting us. And then, so it was there was a the name of the night was something different than just the Kit Kat Club, right? So it was an event at the Kit Kat Club, yeah. And we went just like plain dress, like black t shirts, black, you know. Uh, and they're like, What do you heal for? And I was like, Oh, I can't remember the, oh, the name of the night like shundale or something i don't know yeah and i was like uh, uh and he's like it's not possible tonight and oh, just fuck. turned us awake and i was just like no no we're invited we're on a list like it's not possible and it was just like you're gone no and so i like took my hair down and took my glasses off and tried to go again <laughs> glad that was gonna be my next thing is like just kind of go back and they were like no I remember you, not tonight. Fucking A. Yeah. So it was. Yeah. And you really have to know the name of things that you're going to. Yes. That was like a big advice thing that I had read online. Like, you and have to I, be able to be like, who's the I would have been happy if we got in, but that just made me be like, 
hate Berlin in such a way that it's such a um, what am I hypocritical city or queer scene because the idea it's like I'm a queer person. You have created the city that's supposed to be a queer space for people. I'm not like some sex like here to ogle and like be a sex tourist and like be like ooh oh my god they're having sex i'm like i get it i'm in the queer world and then they're like i've spent my life being rejected from things until i was 18 and then you go there and you feel i haven't felt that shitty Mm -hmm. since high school yeah that's that's, shitty that's terrible i fucking hate that (laughs) what sounds like we need a reprisal of kit kat club to make it right yeah you're like no No, never go back never going back Yeah, I need like a summertime Berlin moment, I think. Go for it. (laughs) I won't see you there. (laughs) Wait, are you a Sopranos head? Oh, no. I Now that I like, I watched the first season and then found out how it ended. And I was just like, I'm not doing (laughs) it. I'm having like, I now am just like so in. Like I'm committing to like really any free time I have is spent watching Sopranos to the point where I had my first dream about James Gandolfini this week. As so not as Tony, but like as James. Which was still nice. Like um we had like a flirtation and had like a kiss. Yeah. Um but like who would name a hotter person than fucking Tony Soprano. Toby from the office. <laughs> <laughs> to you? Yeah. <laughs> you, so, okay, so I think like gay guys like don't like the Sopranos or don't like mob movies. Just Maybe. like as kind of a no, genre. I love Goodfellas. I love Godfather. I really? Love, yeah. Oh okay. my God. I love well, Casino, all the Scorsese busted. ones. Yeah. Major. Um, but yeah. James Gandolfini seems like a primarily like straight girl crush, but he could, he has like bare hotness. Like, and also, I mean, I see it. I definitely see it. Yeah, I don't feel it, but I get it. I feel it so hard. Don't know what to do. <laughs> I'm like, it's re- it's like, I guess it's like a healthy obsession. Yeah, I'm ready to like explore it in therapy. Can you go to his grave and like take pictures? Where is he? He doesn't, he was cremated and his, I don't know where his ashes were scattered. Hmm. I read, I went into like a Wikipedia hole, but I'm trying to like, I'm really excited to get through Sopranos so that then I can read all the supplementary like material around it. Like Like interviews with the cast and like all that kind of shit and like huge Vanity Fair, like oral histories. Like, cause I know (laughs) that there's at least like two, a week's worth of that stuff that's like going to be afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. But like right now it's like, I don't know what to do because Tony Soprano is the hottest person in the world to me. And he's a fictional character and also the actor that played him has passed away. So it's a real, it's a real rock and a hard place. Yeah. I'm like, do I want to be with like a gangster? Not really. But the good thing about this fictional character slash him not being around anymore is that he can't do anything. He can't fuck up and like ruin your crush. Yeah. He can't like. He was hot forever. Yeah. Even like enough said he was hot in that. The one with Julia... Julia Dreyfus. Yeah. yeah. Julia great. Louis-Dreyfus. Like yeah, that. that was a really good movie. Yeah. It was, like, so lovable. Yeah. Gone was. too soon. Oh, R.I.P. Truly. I know. Yeah. I'm, like, ready to get Patty back on the pod and, like, 
reach out and make contact. Oh, yes. Yeah. Maybe I'll do that for an episode. <laughs> I'm like, that's either highly disrespectful or the most amazing thing ever. Tony Soprano seance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. So like I need, I don't know. Cause I'm like, I don't think I would be attracted to a man that I saw like on a dating app that was just like giving off that kind of look. Yeah. I'd be like, Ugh. But like only if it's Tony. <laughs> only the Tony. <laughs> Who's like your like I feel like that is like a true daddy issues type of crush. Who's like your ish like parental issues like crush? Stan from American Dad. The cartoon. The cartoon. <laughs> yeah. Who is that? <laughs> Like the main dad, the main dad from American Dad. Oh God, I love him. You love a cartoon. That's oh, your I big love crush. a cartoon. Paranorman, the gay guy from Paranorman. <laughs> Is that a cartoon? Yeah, I like <laughs> Joe Swanson from Family Guy. Equal opportunity. Um, <laughs> there's so many. Um, you have cartoon crushes. I do. Yeah. Oh my God, that's cool. <laughs> have you ever watched like porn of your cartoon crushes? No. Why? It's more emotional. <laughs> <laughs> i was about to start googling like trying to find porn of like uh, guys that look like a tony soprano you could bing it yeah i'm mm-hmm. gonna i need to bing that yeah but i was like is it gonna scratch the same itch am i better off just like fat like mentally doing this for myself we'll there's see. like you could do those the fakes get the fakes where they post paste his head onto other things yeah that could be cool or just paste a dick onto his shirtless body mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like i don't love like a collage look but like <laughs> who knows i could collage get death for have you ever seen that um there's like a i think it's mormons who have bubble porn no oh my god bubble porn is amazing it's this thing where they take photos of women in bikinis and then like cut out the like put a circle over the bikini so it looks like they're wearing nothing you have to google it okay it's it's hard to picture but it's basically taking a non-pornographic picture Uh and and then like censoring the the bikini parts so it looks like no just like putting like a circle a colorful circle over top oh okay or like a bar or whatever yeah bubble porn so it's like almost like poking holes through like cheese holes yeah (laughs) and so it looks like because they've cut out the bikini part there's no straps or whatever yeah it looks like they're they could be naked under those things and so they use that as porn but it's not it's like this loophole for porn jesus yeah that's a lot to go through jesus christ of latter-day saints God, Mormons are lit. I love a Mormon. They're like, I went to school with some Mormons and they were the nicest, funnest people. They're I so nice. Yeah. But like, also you believe in like a bunch of hooey. Wild, <laughs> wild stuff. You believe in some wild yeah, shit that's like wild. just categorically not true. Yeah. Have you ever, yeah. How does that feel for them? But I don't know. They, they love it. it. I don't know. I believe, <laughs> I believe i can fly uh, that's like christians that are like creationists i'm like you literally you to, believe it's conflicting yeah, yeah. there like has even, to be cognitive dissonance there for you yeah like i believe in like tarot and psychic and like right but so that's, that's like actually thing. it's not the same, <laughs> it's the same thing <laughs> 
<laughs> it's like actually not though. Oh, see this old then. But there is there, that like it. what it is. Yeah, I think so. Like, am I the same as like a creationist? Because I, I that, believe in like the zodiac and like numerology. Oh wait, cre- Christians and creationists. Yeah, sorry. Creationists believe that yes, the Earth is like not six thousand years old. That's they like don't believe, believe in yeah. dinosaurs. Yeah, I don't know how they don't believe that. Yeah, I don't know. I can't. It's explain real. Why. It's a real wild yeah. position to take. Um, but I don't think. I think what you believe in is different because it's not harmful to other people like religion can be. Yeah, you know, if it's done wrong, it's like they prop eight. They will. That's they fucking created that Mormons. You know, they funded that mm-hmm. and backed it, and it's just like uh, that kind of shit is. I uh, you know. Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah. Meanwhile, they like got married to a thousand people. Some of them do. Yeah. Wild. Have you ever watched Mormon boys porn? No, but that sounds fun. Yeah, they have their special underwear. Elder Bishop and <laughs> so, it, but they're like cosplaying. Elder as all Bishop these Angus and Elder Stephen, and yeah, they're like cosplaying as as like older the Mormons hierarchy of Mormons with like two young Mormon missionaries. Yeah. yeah. Oh, exactly. that sounds really hot. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> I love that. That's a thing. Mor- Mormon boys with a Z. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to bing that yeah, bing for it. sure. <laughs> um, yeah, because like you can't... I feel like the mark of a good religion is if you can do like porn to it. Or like... Mm. Or no, I'm going to take that back and okay. I'm going to say the mark of like a really like crazy religion based on a lot of like hoo-ha is if you can do like a really hot porn to it yeah. so like catholic porn yeah mormon, mormon. porn jehovah's witness like, jehovah's witness i guess you can do like christian catholic catholic but not really like protestant porn no not really buddhist porn is like snooze fat. like yeah. i never would why would i want that amish porn amish porn sexy Mennonite porn, sign me up. Mennonites, though, aren't that crazy. Not crazy, but no. like just like braids and like prairie dresses. <laughs> it's a hot look. <laughs> Show me that angle. What uh, other? <clears throat> yeah, you can't really do like Satanists. Like Satanist yeah, porn. Blood orgies. Yeah. That's always good. Definitely. <laughs> but that's just that. real. We do that every Tuesday. <laughs> uh, <sighs> Should we do some reader mail? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Hey, Lara, throwing this headline your way for consideration for Babe of the Week contender. Maybe not Babe of the Week, but at least deserving of a healthy roast. And it's a link. Whoa, excuse me. It's a link to this Yahoo Lifestyle article, which is already Babe in itself. Like Yahoo still exists. (laughs) The opposite of Bing. It's this Australian Insta model. Who really in 2019 Australian Insta models are coming through with premium babe content oh, right now? Yes. Oh, like the the woman who pretended to be Australian on The Bachelor. Yeah, yes. that is mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. The model who's afraid of towels is oh, another, yes. and then amazing. now this woman, Ruby Tuesday <laughs> Matthews. Also, I think one of the babes of the week, Tammy Hebro, is Australian. She pat like. She came on the radar because she partied really hard at Kylie Jenner's like <laughs> birthday or something and got carried out on a stretcher face no. down. Oh and there were God. all these photos of her having to be like carried out of this party. Ugh. And then now she's like always on the Daily Mail saying crazy shit. Like this week she was like, I had 
two extra fingers I was born with and like showing you yeah like she's like like she's full on um Australian model Ruby Tuesday Matthews is opening up about how she maintained a slim figure before having her two children and said it all came down to cocaine black coffee and cigarettes oh my she said well also cocaine and tapas she said basically I just smoked cigarettes had long blacks and did coke and in between had the tapas. Like, my life is tapas and cocaine. Oh. <laughs> Which sounds like a recipe for bloat. Just give me tapas and cocaine <laughs> easily. I'm singing today. Uh, you are. You're <laughs> Yeah, so that's a pretty babe combo. Yeah, Seems like that's amazing. Really, you could get so puffy off of that. <laughs> Too puffy. Well, I love the people who don't get slim on cocaine, like Gummy Bear Davis back in the day, and like I feel like most people don't get slim. Like, yeah, you have to also have the discipline of not eating. Yeah, you like you would. I would imagine you would do cocaine and then binge on eating food afterwards, like to replenish or something, like being drunk. Yeah, or like I feel like it it is more of like a puffiness creator than if you're just like doing meth or Adderall or like Mm. MDMA or something like that. Yeah, where you're having like extended. Like some sort of upper that just lasts for a really long time. Yeah. So you don't even think about eating. But like tapa, like you did a bunch of, you railed blow and then like. (laughs) Had some potatoes problems. calamari. Yeah. Yeah, Like (laughs) cool. (laughs) A blackout brew story. Dear Queen Lara and friends, I sincerely hope that the readers haven't tired of brew tales because I've finally mustered the courage to share a truly bizarre poop journey. Flashback to college when a roommate and I lived on the ground floor of an apartment building, which is a key detail to the story. More on that later. We had just moved into this new place together, and I was still a bit unsure of the whole situation. This apartment wasn't particularly nice, and being on the ground floor apartment near a busy street is unsurprisingly not chill. So let's just say I was in a bit of a sour state of mind. Within a week of moving in, my roommate and I decided to host a little housewarming party. It was cute. People laughed, danced, and then everyone went home. At this point, I was blackout drunk, but fortunately, I didn't have to go far before snuggling up into bed. The next morning, I awake from a drunken haze and notice an odd smell. This wasn't the familiar post-party smell of cigarettes or beer. This was something else entirely. It was something poopy. (laughs) I hate that. (laughs) I couldn't place the smell at the time, and so I instead got up to pee. Upon returning to my new room, I noticed a weird little brown (laughs) thing on my nightstand just a foot away from where i had slept after taking the sights i realized that someone had pooped next to my bed that night while i was sleeping so many thoughts rushed into my head whose poop was this how could i have slept through something like this happening next to my head in my drunken haze i had forgotten to lock the front door overnight and since we live on the ground floor of an apartment building the front door was a mere 10 feet away from my bed so in theory someone could have totally come into my room to poop while i was sleeping upon informing my roommate of the situation we both decided that some sort of crazy poop vandal must have come in off the street overnight and left me a dark and steamy message oh my god i was so hungover and weirded out by this confusing situation that the only thing left to do is clean up the poop and move on my roommate went on with her day and as i continued to process the situation i realized there was an <laughs> one obvious culprit we hadn't considered me yeah i'm night Shyamalan twist <laughs> <laughs> I pooped on the nights. <laughs> <laughs> to 
to be honest, I wasn't feeling positive about my new apartment and the likelihood that a random person entered my room just to leave a surprise poop bomb seemed all the more unlikely. At that time in college, I was totally vegan. And upon cleaning up the brew, it hit me. This is vegan poop. (gasps) Vegan poop is really consistent and clean. (laughs) Thanks to all that fiber. So I was convinced that this perfectly symmetrical poop. (laughs) 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 This perfectly symmetrical poop pie could have only come from someone on a very strict diet of vegetation. And that's when the truth finally hit me. I had revenge pooed myself and this new apartment. This whole brew situation was so out of character for me because I'm not a vindictive person and I don't make a habit of spreading my bodily garbage where it does not belong. I spent the subsequent years blocking this moment from my memory. But hey, in the name of working through trauma, I thought who better to lols with than Lara and friends. Lots of love. Brew on. P.S. I honestly think you could start a whole new podcast and brand about brew stories oh. and other embarrassing bodily moments. You seem to be the ultimate conduit. Shit fart come. I love <laughs> <laughs> conduit for brew. Yes. Oh, my God. Maybe there's some self-hate there, hon. Yeah. I feel like that is like, like we talk about like shit talking ourselves yeah. and you, you literally, literally did that. <laughs> Take this tomorrow, you. I love on a nightstand and That's, then being like, hmm, hmm. going to sleep. Who who, who could have done that? Uh, like, yeah, do you, definitely not someone that like came in from the outside. Although I do know somebody who woke up in his bed one night and there was a homeless man in his bedroom. <laughs> in his bedroom? <laughs> in his bedroom. like but it, co- not in his bed. No, he woke up and there was a homeless man standing at the end of his bed. And like he had like gotten in the front door, gotten into the apartment and then got into my friend's room. And like, he had to like talk him out of the apartment. Oh my God. That's terrifying. So I was like along for the ride thinking I, I I figured maybe she brewed herself. I don't brood yourself. Like if I was going to sneak into someone's apartment and like take a shit, like I feel like why would you do it on the nightstand? Yeah. The nightstand element is truly what makes takes us to the next level. Wait, have you finished watching Sally Forever? No, not yet. I have not laughed so hard <laughs> at a finale. I was peeing. It was it's <laughs> so good. It's very brewy. It's insane. Okay, yeah. I need to finish. I'm like three episodes in. Just but then I got uh, like on my Sopranos thing. Oh, so yeah. But if you need a night of like where you need to laugh it out, mm-hmm. it, like stick with it because it's a it gets a little like what where's this going and then the last couple episodes are fucking insane okay cool so funny yeah i like it so far it's like really it's like that subtle british comedy that's like (laughs) you know where they're just like kind of quietly talking to each other but it's really like funny but also it's just like low-key well like the best part of all of julia davis's things is that she just acts like a horrible person and everybody's just so forgiving mm-hmm. and that's what it just goes further and further and further it's amazing because she did nighty night too yes. which is incredible the best, my favorite it's like um it's a sitcom format like multicam yeah and it isn't it it's not multicam it's like single it's like british oh it's not it's like, a um, studio ab fab yes it's like, like it's fab. like that shiny kind of soap opera you look it's more like a single cam i think really ab fab was filmed in front of an audience okay i, f- I feel Often. like i've only watched the pilot tonight night but i have oh, the have? box set oh yeah. my god let's watch it together it's been a long time okay yeah but it's like 
come on, Catherine Wheels. Wait, wait, oh, when she, the first scene where she's at the doctor's office is mm-hmm. crazy. The woman, it's like she plays a woman whose husband has gotten diagnosed with cancer mm. and she's just like over it and wants him to die. Yeah, she like <laughs> immediately goes from the doctor's office and like puts him into hospice and signs up for a dating <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dating she's service. She's like done with him. <laughs> it's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad, though, that I I hope that you have uh, moved on past your, like, self-brewing sabotage. Yeah. You should set up a camera. Do you take Lunesta or anything? Maybe that's it. Oh, my God. You need to paranormal activity film yourself. Yeah. (laughs) I just want to see the pose of you perching over your nightstand to get it on there. how low is the nightstand? Also, just, like... Are you... Did you stand on it, do you think? Did you wipe afterwards? Ooh, check your sheets. But like, did it, or did was it just like one of those so shits clean. that's just like such a clean shit, you know, when you're just like, how did my body do this? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a miracle. <laughs> Lots of questions. Okay. Um, live, laugh, love your pods, an avid listener of Sup and Babe from the beginning. By the way, watched Pump Rules since episode one, if you ever need a co-host or random guest, and you're writing on White Girl Pro... And your writing, White Girl Problems, was much better with you. Thanks. I agree. Anyway, I've had a hell of a life with my health this past year as I've turned 30, suffering from debilitating dizziness and palpitations, bonus anxiety that no doctor cares to claim as their specialties problem. It's very go ask your mom, go ask your dad for these fuckers to cast blame on another specialty for whatever the fuck is going on. Anyway, I love listening to you and your guests regardless, and it gives me a solid needed lols as I go to various appointments with specialists. Here's what I'm thinking now. I'll add the phrase unremarkable to my resume because these bastards use that to denote positive results. Seemingly the only upside right now that I'm quote unremarkable thoughts, love and light or debilitating dizziness or whatever. Oof. Who calls you unremarkable? I think the doctors are saying like, uh, oh, I see. Unremarkable. The, the, the symptoms are unremarkable. Yeah. Not you. Not you. Just the symptoms. Just the symptoms. But but like, what is the larger problem? You. Yeah. Believe all, believe all women. I know. Also, like doctors are such. Or I don't know if it's a woman or a man. Idiots sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Oof, yeah. I'm sorry that you have to deal with that, but I feel Sucks. like you can get to the bottom of whatever this is. You're not unremarkable. You're not unremarkable. We You're see actually you. like very remarkable because this is unique and people just like are so remarked by it that they just don't know how to deal with exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's, that's their own <laughs> fucking bullshit. Yeah. And like... I don't know. Embrace the troll of everyone telling you you're unremarkable. And use it as fuel. Anger. Turn it into anger. <laughs> yeah. Turn it into anger. Just and then use your like, dizziness to spin it back on them. Lols. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like you're stressed. High anxiety. Stress. Dizziness. Yeah. I don't know. One time I was so stressed that I w- thought I was having a heart attack, but really I was just having like esophageal oh, like uh, oh, um, contractions. Oh, where it just felt like a fist was like tightening up in my chest and it was so painful and then it would release and then tighten up again. Oh my God. It was really scary. That's when I was like, maybe I'm in the wrong writing partnership. (laughs) 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 Was during the writing of the first white girl problems book. I like shot up out of bed thinking that I was like heart attacking and went to urgent care and they're like, this is like a stress symptom. Yeah. And then I was like, fuck, maybe I'm like way too stressed out. I went to get an EKG and, and and 
x-rays in Canada at one point because I was like, there's something wrong with me. And they're just like, no, that's anxiety, sweetie. You're fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So maybe it's like, maybe a therapist could help. Yeah, maybe. Or some Chronic Zoloft. dizziness sounds like really that's fucking trolly. Yeah. Hi, Lara. I'm getting pretty bored with my current feed on Instagram. I want to know if you have any favorite profiles that aren't well-known or suggestions for some quality laws. Spanks a mill. Gucci for Gucci. <laughs> Is that one? Yeah. Coochie for Gucci. Coochie for Gucci. You have to have a request, but it's like, I don't know who, what you're looking for, but it's got lots of like sexy men and stuff. <laughs> Love that. Um, puppy codes. Oh yeah. Puppy codes. Is puppy crazy. codes is a classic. What else? I'm really into following like holistic, like I'm follow like a lot of like self-help Instagrams mm-hmm. that post like cool quotes or just like encouraging who's that guy that just did you see the viral video of that guy dancing and like kind of he dances to songs and like like he does a routine yeah he's really good let's find his name dante collie you hadn't seen this guy no he's from toronto too oh cool yeah, so Dante does like these dances that are really like just sending positive messages and you should follow him. It's Dante.colly C O L L E Y. Shit Gardens is fun. Shit Gardens? Yeah. What's that? Just really bad gardens. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. I'm following that. I also have been following a ton of like plastic surgery. Ooh. There's one, okay, there's one plastic surgery Instagram that I'm really obsessed with right now called MCR Aesthetics, Mm. and they do this thing called the Kim K package, where I guess you pay like 550 euro, and they inject your face with enough fillers to make you look like you're fucking Kim K. (laughs) Like, it's, they do your jawline uh. so it's a jaw lip and then they put injectables like at the tip of your nose so it turns up oh and God. the fucking transformation of these people's jawline and like lower face is insane some look cool and then some look like really intense and like maybe not better and i've like read like a lot a lot of other accounts are like coming out and being like, if you're looking for like a package deal, like you should not go to these people. Like they don't know, like if like they, you might not be dealing with like experienced injectors and like blah, blah, blah. So there are a bunch of like aesthetics. People say like, don't trust package deals. Cause like now a lot of like, there's like the Kylie package and the Kim K package that pops up with these like, filler people but i just love like everyone's different and you can't just get a everyone's different and and different and you see that kind of on some people where you're just like ooh, honey like you did not like your jaw looks kind of like too precise now but then some are just like shocking wow but does it just absorb back into your skin after a bit yeah i think it like lasts for a little while or it probably lasts for like six months tops and then you just become a troll again like i don't know that would that would trigger me but I want it, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I where do I it. go to get the Kim K package? <laughs> like, okay, look. Whoa. It's insane. Yeah. I want it. Right? <laughs> they literally give you, like, a new face. And yeah. it looks good from the pictures. But I think they're taking these photos right after they inject people. Yeah, because her, like, face has swollen, so their skin looks less. Oh. Yeah, that's wild. I didn't know you could do that with injectables. I didn't either. This this woman is like the one. This is such a good one. Oh my god, she looks exactly like her. I know it's insane. 
Let me find one that was actually the one that I was like, um, no. Who would you like? I would get, can I get Freddie Prince Jr. injectables? <laughs> That's You probably could. <laughs> I also just, I wouldn't take someone's like face in as my like, make no. me look like this because you're never going to look like that no. person. You just have to look like the best version of yourself. yourself. Yeah. I just want to get so rich that like, like how Seth MacFarlane and Jeff Bezos, well, not Jeff Bezos. He doesn't look great. But he does. He does. To me, I think he's hot. It's a daddy it's thing. But he was like buff at one point, like kind uh, of like he just looked like bald daddy, like billionaire. And I was just daddy, like, in. daddy Horbucks. Yeah, daddy Horbucks for sure. Uh, but Elon Musk too, like all ooh, these people ooh, who ooh. no, I don't think they're good looking, but like compared to what they used to look like, they've they've got money faces and hair. Uh, Elon does not. I don't know. Now all these faces on this on this Insta are looking really good to me. <laughs> I can't find the one where I was like, hmm. But like this one, it's like she's so oh, red. It's oh like, I don't know. That's that girl. like that's a Kylie, That's a little it? bit too much. Yeah. Like where your jaw is just like so sculpted like that. Oh my god. Also, she looked great before. Yeah, she's so cute. Um, anyways, stay tuned. Maybe 2019 is the year I get the Kim K package. Oh my God. Can you just like become a Kim K impersonator? Yeah. Just like her stand in. You could be her, like a, the, her dressing doll, the tall version of her, the tall dressing doll version. <laughs> of her. <laughs> just get your, get hobbled. So those are good. Oh my God. I've been, I don't follow cause I don't want this to just like pop up in my feed and like fuck with me randomly but like have you gotten into like trauma instagrams like pathology trauma instagrams no some medical professionals have these and it's like they just post pictures of like people whose like thumbs got ripped off or who their leg necrotized and they just have like a bone and like they're like someone posted one of like a guy that's whose face was ripped off by a bear and like it's like really bloody, disgusting, like oh faces of death Instagram, which I can't have that in my feed because no. it's like I need to be in a very specific headspace to like. It's like a little pump you be up. into that content. Yeah. yeah where yeah. you can just get like weird and then like go back to your normal day to day life. Yeah. But those are really like if you're in the market for something like extra, just like twisted go check some of those out. Yeah. That can give you some energy. Yeah. Just like, I feel like if you search hashtag pathology, like you can come across (laughs) a lot of them. (laughs) Pathology. I've stopped following like models on Instagram for the most part, except for like Candace Swanepoel. Yeah. Yeah. I've muted a ton of people. That's like the best thing ever. Oh yeah. Yeah. Some people I just like, I don't want to engage with their content. No. There's some like good, like I love this one that's if you high is really good where it's just like weird videos for like stoners. I'm really into conspiracy theory Instagrams, which there's a good crossover. Like once you get into like super vegan and like health Instagrams, some of them cross over into like true conspiracy theory. So they're like, there's one called like ubiquitous fire And that Instagram literally just, they'll post pictures with absolute gibberish, like, iconography (laughs) on Uh them that you don't know what it means, but it's, like, a theory that they subscribe to. And it literally is, like, just schizophrenia. Yeah, Yeah. it's crazy. 
If you want some like cute um, animal ones, Ponchan, P O N C H A N 918. Oh, yeah. The he's otter that from otter. Japan. And then also like there's like Persian cat ones like Pecan Pie and Baby Frog <laughs> and Albie Luck Dragon. Those are cuties. It is a cutie. Some like just to like intersperse between your trauma pictures. Yeah. You get a little eye bleach. Oh, here's a good one. There's an Instagram called Wiley the Toy Aussie. That's like a toy Australian shepherd. Okay. And Wiley's mommy is the <laughs> true star of the Instagram. You never see her face, but she's narrating all the videos of YY, like she likes oh to call him. And she is a real babe. Oh, I'm gonna like, follow that. You gotta follow it and yeah. then like write me some emails of your thoughts because I live for her. Yeah. Yeah. She does like a lot of like good narration. And I love when they just don't even know that they're the star. Yeah, she doesn't know. And don't tell her. No. <laughs> <laughs> Randomly, I feel like Carolyn Bissett Kennedy hmm. has been popping up on Instagram. Curveball. Yeah, as like that's like a thing now. People are loving to post pictures of her. Hmm. I feel like last year it was Princess Di, and then now it's like Carolyn Bissett is like the new kind of like Insta. Yeah. Yeah. Who was that one that we used to follow? You can cut this if you want, but. um, Oh, Paige Jin. I don't know if you follow her already, you readers, but she's funny. She does a lot of funny stuff. Um, the one we used to follow oh the hyperbolist oh. <laughs> i'm actually like, scared to speak her name i know <laughs> we might get the wrath like her stories her the dots at the top of her page are actual just periods because there's like there's 400 4, stories i just i truly don't know how she manages to write that much in That's a day crazy. but i have no choice but to respect it yeah because i'm like if i there. could write that much in a lifetime, like if I had the power to generate that much content, I would have written like five books by now yeah, yeah. by myself yes. instead <laughs> of with two other people. So like, I guess like props to her also, like I need to follow her forever. So like, don't, don't at me over this. True. <laughs> Wait, I don't know if she's, I think she's like disappeared. She's, oh no, she's, no, there. she's, she goes she, offline sometimes. She goes, she goes dark, but yeah. I think she's been private. Oh no, she's public again. Wait, how can you tell? Because I already well, it's followed like loading. her. Oh, well, she was private for a while, and I thought I'd gotten shut out. Yeah, right. But she follows me, I think, too. She, you follow? Yeah. She doesn't just... engage with my content. <laughs> I don't really engage with her. I throw no. her likes and sometimes watch the story if I have like forty-eight minutes to kill. <laughs> Are you an indiscriminate liker? I'm getting more stingy with the likes. Yeah. Yeah, some she does follow I'm, you. Yeah, some stuff I'm just like, why should I like this? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but like, like, I, like, I like to see it and I want to see it, but I don't feel the need to like, like it. My friends and stuff, like people I know, I like all their shit when I see it. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I had a hard time with Instagram because I was just like, hmm, should I like this or not? And I just spend so much time deciding and like, now I'm just like, sure. Give, I'm, give it a like feeling trolled by my screen time calculator on my phone because it told me that I spent an average of three hours and 52 minutes on my phone every day. That's That's a lot. amount. (laughs) (laughs) I like throw up and seven hours a week of my week was Instagram. 
too much. Yeah, that's too much. Mine is like 15 minutes a day. So, okay, I need to know everyone's screen time yeah, reports because I feel like I just got like revealed myself yeah. to be a true screen time freak. But you're posting, you're like engaging. I'm posting and engaging and doing yeah. like research and stuff. And it's like you, it's part of what your job is. Yeah, so. but like it's a lot for I don't post enough for that to be like it's mostly right. just like looking at the feed. Yeah, and like I feel weird about or like doing real deep dives i did have to spend a lot of time like researching people from like lohan beach house (gasps) oh that show i hate it because they're so like reverent to her and they need to like be critical of her that's the only like yeah she's a she's still a mess she's still a huge (laughs) mess but i think it's like kind of good to have her surrounded by people that are just like supporting her bullshit because it will encourage her to like do more bullshit because she's feeling like open and True. free. Yeah. <laughs> oh God! Look at us. We're like fucking wolves. <laughs> I mean, I don't. She's just living her life. Yeah. You know. I mean, respect, but also like. But also like disrespect. get help, get <laughs> yeah. help, get help. Oprah tried. Can you imagine having Oprah try to help you and just like being no? Being like, mm, mm, thanks. I think I no know thanks. what I'm doing. Yeah. Dina's got my back. <laughs> okay. Here's a sex club journey. Hey, Lauren guest listening to your convo with Ed, my number one fave guest every time. Sorry. And felt the urge to meet your call. Skipped over that by the way. (laughs) (laughs) For sex club tales from women. I claim my solo sex club visits as a babe, as a babe and now feel solid in my love for these nasty spaces. So background, my personal sexual revolution really only launched in my mid-20s when I started dating a kinky guy whose proclivities forced me to interrogate my intuitive reactions to various activities and journeys and step into my own space as a sexual being. Free from waspy hangups and sexual repression, I had always just kind of thought that sex was lying down and letting a dude hump me for a while, with any orgasm or pleasure being a kind of fringe benefit, and there was a lot of freedom in figuring out my kinks and feeling entitled to enjoy myself. I imagine sex clubs pretty much the way Ed talks about the pee and poo night in Germany. Super chaotic, kind of animalistic in a predatory way. Lots of hard dicks chasing me around. Creepy and sustained eye contact with leering middle-aged men. My ex had visited this one place a few times before we met, and eventually I had agreed to give it a shot. With a few very specific guidelines, i.e. no touching other people on the first visit, if needed to get... If needed to get the fuck out, we would go with no questions asked and no guilting about any money spent because getting in was pretty pricey for couples, etc. We ended up having a good time, 7 out of 10 I'd say, but it really became a space of lightness, laws, and love after our breakup when I started going by myself. After a few weeks of deep and dramatic sadness, moving out of our apartment, etc., I needed to catch some dick, and I went to threesome night at the club we'd visited. Tindering felt very kind of unsafe to me. I'd never done it, and being in this space with a bunch of of witnesses, the ability to leave whenever, and a wide selection of potential people made it feel like a safe and convenient setting for a slut moment. Also, it was free for single women, so low-stakes experiment. I was pretty nervous, but I ended up having an amazing time with this couple after lots of negotiation. I tried new stuff, came nine times, and left feeling totally wasted on pleasure. Wow, I'm being sold right now. 
I've gone back a few times since then, and there are a few things that I really, really like about a sex club journey. First of all, I swear the rules of beauty are completely upside down in those spaces. There are so many different body types and everyone is just playing and feeling pleasure. And suddenly it makes sense that human beings get to play and feel pleasure. And also, I know this is corny and I have one friend in particular who would strongly disagree. Everyone is kind of beautiful. It's weird because people who might be considered conventionally attractive in the real world often seem a little uncomfortable, like they can sense that the rules are suspended, and the people who are the most relaxed are the most attractive. I personally feel more beautiful and sexual in that setting because to be kind of sweaty and happy and coming is what makes people interesting to look at, and in feeling pleasure, I am beautiful somehow. I can feel people looking at me, but not in a predatory way, and a at a distance admiration of my naked bod feels more affirming than I'd like to admit. Also bonus, there are older people there and I get to feel young, which helps my increasing and unfounded sense of panic that I'm losing my youth. The caveat to all this is that I've seen all kinds of people experiencing their kind of pleasure in ways that makes me eek a little inside. I E a guy on a leash who would kneel intermittently to so his date could kick him in the balls (laughs) (laughs) or an 80 80-ish year old couple doing some oral sex stuff that felt weird. But I've realized that all of it is weird, so none of it is weird, if that makes sense. It just is kind of a safe place to be strange and slutty and lol because sex isn't that serious. Another thing I really like is that consent is a huge part of sex clubs because it kind of has to be. When there are that many bodies and people and that kind of sexual charge, conversations about who touches whom and how and what's okay are super important. When you were talking about sort of erotically negotiating sex with a partner, I thought of sex club stuff. It's hot to brainstorm and empowering to set boundaries in a way that's explicit and expected. Anyway, highly recommend a sex club journey to any single woman, especially post-breakup, because it's liberating to walk into a building and take your pick of whomever come Come a bunch of times, be around other people who are just trying to feel good, and then peace out. You are my light in life. I'm eternally grateful for all the lol content that got me one through one hell of a 2018. Wow. Wow. Sounds like I need to go to some sex clubs. Have you never been? No, never. Hmm. I had a slutty moment. Really? Yeah. Parks. <laughs> Bathhouses. I love. I got jerked off at the on the floor of the cock in, in, in New York on Christmas Day. <laughs> <laughs> that warrants like a freckle laugh. Yeah. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> oh my god. The basement of the cock? Just the main floor. I don't know. It was just like maybe on it was second. old cock. It was the it was the one on second. It was this was like two thousand nine. Okay. I don't know if that's the same one that I've been to. I forget. I don't know which one you've been to. I've been to one where you go downstairs into the basement, but that's supposed to be for men only. Oh, there may be also a basement, but I didn't go down. Okay. Love <laughs> I that. didn't go down, down there. <laughs> no, you just wanted it on the floor, yeah. like near the bar. No, right in the middle. There's probably, there's probably some pictures out there. Wow. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it was super fun. Was it just like a lay down and like, let's do this? <clears throat> no, no. We just like... Mm, eyes met and then dicks were out and then it was just like squirt squirt oh like you're standing there (laughs) to it for some reason pictured you like laying on the floor no no (laughs) i was like wow no no not that no okay cool just a little little tuggy that's fun (laughs) yeah sex sex is fun i gave like a drunk like hj on the dance floor Uh in college once that's like as close as i came to anything came yeah yeah but maybe it is time for me to like have just like a full blown sex club journey. Yeah. 
I like the thought of older men being there. That speaks to my yeah, David Rudolph, exactly. James, James Gandolfini. Gandolfini. You could find those body types there for sure. I'll bet I totally could. Yeah. Wow. I wonder if you could find some, Yeah. I've kind of I talked like about this, I feel someone. like, way back in the day in the first moments of this podcast, but like maybe that is my live, laugh, slut it up truth. Yeah. What Would you go on your own? I guess. Yeah. I don't know who I would like. Like, I wouldn't want to go with like a gay friend. No. <laughs> just that would be kind of awkward <laughs> i was like please don't invite me please don't invite no, me. no <laughs> i wouldn't i would just be like i would want that i would want you to like do you yeah. and i wouldn't want and i know i would just feel uncomfortable doing me if like if a friend was there, there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah what are there sex clubs here of course there are like but like there have where, to be I well no I was invited once, I think by Carly, to go to like a sex party or mm-hmm, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was, I couldn't go for whatever reason I had like oh, plans. That's a perfect person to like go with. Too. Yeah. It's, so maybe I need to like circle back. Out. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. And be like, yeah, it's time. Coming into 2019. Yeah. Give me some recs. <laughs> you could come nine times in 90 seconds. <laughs> good. <laughs> Take a good five minutes out of your day. Also, it feels fun. Like it feels cool to go into a space and be like, "You get to touch. You don't get to touch." And then everyone has to respect that yep. because, like, that's not how it works in the real world. Nope. Unfortunately, and it's so that's true. It's funny, like what this person said about Tinder being like a sex club feeling safer than Tinder. It's like, yeah, going to home to somebody's house where there's no staff, there's nobody there. There's like meeting a stranger from the internet yeah. and like just, just trusting, trusting that they're going to be like chill. Yeah. No, thanks. No. Yeah. Yeah. I would like, just like to go, I feel like a sex club is like a perfect winter thing to do. Could just cause it would feel really cozy and warm in there. Yeah. And then you could just like watch if you wanted to. <laughs> yeah. 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 You don't have to do anything. You can just walk around. Okay. Maybe this is a journey that I need to embark on. Yeah. Maybe I need to throw some sexy stuff on the vision board and then Ooh, see yeah. how I feel. Can I see that... vision board or is it private? No, it's not private. Okay. I'll show you. Yeah. We'll get off and I'll show you. All right. Got off the top. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Time's up Time's on up. this podcast. <laughs> um <laughs> Thank you for being my guest today. Thanks for having me. Um, our star meters are on the rise. Oh, I have a bone to pick with you. What? That's our journey. That's not just your journey. <laughs> I was I got trying a to get a leg up on you. Little mention. Uh, you were like me and Graydon. And Graydon, yeah. but like mostly me and my star meter. Yeah, but TM. now that you're here, you can plug your star meter. Yeah, just goog goog. I am me. Yeah, IMDb. Both of us yeah. separately. Shoot I our... broke into the five figures this week. You I'm did? at ninety two thousand. Who told you? They did. did they do mine. See, a this reader. Is the problem. No. Yeah. A reader had screenshotted my star meter to me somehow okay but i saw it and, the, and it was like congrats you've broken into the five figures it said congratulations she said congratulations oh, I, thought, <laughs> I thought your star meter yeah obviously no, it's I not your account so, yeah. yeah so i'm a five figure star on imdb figure. i'm gonna like write a computer code to search my name or something over uh, and over <laughs> how do we hack yeah hack star meter yeah uh come uh, like readers who are hackers 
Tell us how. Tell us how to write a little program, a little extension for Chrome to search ourselves. But also, there's got to be an automated action that we can do. I could, we can figure this out. We're gonna figure it out. But yeah. the star meters are on the rise, yeah. thankfully. Yeah. Um. So yeah, this is our year. Go. This is our year <laughs> to, to break to through. One. And guess what? I'm the ninety-two thousandth. 300 most <laughs> famous person in the fucking world. World. So suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> but star meter me. I am to be me. Yeah. Keep, yeah. keep it going. Um, you can also get involved uh, with more bonus content on Patreon. Patreon.com slash babe podcast. Worth it. I have a, a store now that's selling sexy unique merch for anyone any crossover people that listen to sup and want to get down on some like cool prints and stickers wow. you can just go to sexyuniquestore.com sus and uh, yeah follow graden <laughs> yeah graden shepherd on instagram mostly whatever twitter whatever yeah follow me and help us help, help us, us. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, help us, please. We're down here. <laughs> and if you have any responses or questions or need advice, you're babying out, etc., email me, babepodcast at gmail.com. I live for reader mail. And email me, info at gradenshepherd.com. <laughs> <laughs> Just if you want it. <laughs> All right. Bye. Thanks, gang. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.